Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. your paws up hell oh no (laughs) (laughs) there's something about that that makes me very nervous i don't know why maybe it's just because i have such a like (laughs) anti-paw patrol stance that sure i just get very nervous right yeah defund paw patrol you know (laughs) (laughs) i will say though a little hypocritical of me because my stance is very like anti-paw patrol i have had some of their fruit snacks before wow so capitalism wins again. <laughs> that's that's my stance. Listen, people are complicated, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> even yeah. your faves can be problematic <sighs> and eat uh, Paw Patrol funded fruit snacks. <laughs> God damn it! We're all just out here trying our best, you know. Right. It's hard out here, you know. Trying to chase the high would- of that light blue Scooby Doo snack. <laughs> God, yeah. What I would give to just like feel that joy again what the fuck is that flavor even i don't (laughs) it haunts me i always i i don't remember what it tastes like really but it always reminded me color wise of those um uh ice cream it was like the bubble gum it was like pink and blue kind of like mixture like at an ice cream parlor um that i was always too scared to get because i'm like that seems like too much going on here let me go (laughs) to my tried and true i don't trust this um but aesthetically that always is what it reminded me of I feel like if I could, when I die, hi, welcome into the twilight. When I die, (laughs) when I die, what I would love to have is like statistics that show how many foods I've had that are artificial colors. Yeah, it's certainly a lot. Foods that you consumed that were blue and how many were pink. Here's how many times that you had the purple colored ketchup sure yeah that would be a really helpful statistic for my brain to have yeah i want to wrap for all of the nightmare choices um i make exactly. you know just as far as food he, these were things you considered a meal which were very much not a meal <laughs> like, these, are, these are things you thought were acceptable to eat <laughs> as a depression meal which would for me would just be popcorn like yeah weirdly so true. when i look at this alley three times out of each week for most of your life you thought popcorn was a meal and i would say yeah so what and hey looking at your chart here it looks like you bought um a pack of craft singles and just ate them individually (laughs) and didn't use them or put them on any sandwich you just went into the kitchen and the fridge and just every you know few hours went and had a little snack that was a singular cheese slice (laughs) here's how many times the roof of your mouth was sore from Altoid sour, and also triscuits. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I we've talked about this a lot, but I do. I want. I would. If if the last thing I ate was an Altoid sour, just to have that taste again, I'd do it. <laughs> no joke. Love you all. Love this podcast. Love this work. I would yeah. the. I would absolutely stop this right now, mid episode, for an Altoid sour. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Us in the um the end of the hunger games with like the berry honest <laughs> to god us with two outdoors oh. <laughs> <sighs> oh. and the tin too there was no reason there was no nobody's reason doing it like that for that to yeah. be so cool yeah god fumble the bag Fucked up. this is the thing that pisses me off about all these tiktok wannabes to be like mm, the early aughts Bring back with all of the influence that you have. Bring back Altoid Sours. Yeah. Anyways, welcome into Twilight. I'm. We did it. We're old. here. We're and we're planning our wills. Apparently, deaths. <laughs> <laughs> so come on in. The only two things that would stop this podcast immediately, if Stephanie Meyer sends us a personal cease and desist mm-hmm. on her yeah. letterhead, that's probably like maroon and smells like love spell from victoria's secret um right. or an altoid sour that's it yeah that's it well anyone <laughs> a- 
anything else and we are just the fucking orchestra on the Titanic as we sink slowly. <laughs> yeah, we will go down with this ship. Right, exactly. <laughs> Unless our demands are met. <laughs> God damn it. We are both in the middle of hashtag winter right now. Yes. How are you doing? More in your so than lives? usual. I uh, am cold. Uh, mm. It's <laughs> it sucks. I hate I hate it. Um, but I got my heated blanket on. I'm feeling cozy. So proud of you. And I'm feeling you know feeling good and glamorous. I wanted to bring a movie to the space here, starring Miss Aubrey Plaza. Okay. <laughs> Not friend of the show, but we are a fan of her on this show. I would um, say. I mean, we've talked about her a fair amount. Sure. Yeah, she's relevant enough. Um, called Emily the Criminal. Okay. I it feel like I've heard of this. Netflix. Yeah. Um, I think it got like some festival buzz or whatever, but I think it just got dumped on Netflix like a few weeks ago. Um, and it's like a thriller kind of vibe where she's, you know, working as like a caterer, has a bunch of student debt, um, and she has like something on her criminal record so it's really hard for her to like get a real job um and she just okay. get, keeps getting fucked over um and then just like goes into like crime exceedingly mm. more crime things Relatable. um with like this partner um and it's uh incredibly stressful of a movie um because she makes some wild choices and you feel like your butt is clenched your butthole's clenched the whole time oh, being no. like girl what are you doing um but it's also very good like i love aubrey plaza when she in all of her roles but like especially when she does like more dramatic things that are also have her quirk to it rather than just being like i'm funny i'm playing this for laughs you know like what those i think <laughs> right. was very good at that too um it's like no you're actually very good at acting and like can also have like a personality or whatever yes um but it gave me the things that i was missing from good girls r.i.p good girls i Damn. love that show essentially the same premise um and also buffaloed which was a good movie about someone doing crime f for student debt very you know relatable themes right one could say um and it's very very fun very good and it's like a tight 90 minutes it's not <sighs> like anything super you know superfluous it is very like knows what it's about kind of vibe um and it's it's very good if you is it be, like, as stressed out but clenchy as um the jewel basketball uncut, <laughs> uncut gems <laughs> uncut gems um <laughs> i would say less so i would say it's less stressful than that but it, it is pulling on similar stressors okay. i feel but like right. not as much yeah i'm looking at this imdb page right now and there's someone credited as young guy in baseball hat and <laughs> incredible that's, uh that's beautiful and i love that very much yeah i am we love to see it yeah <sighs> i love this i love this premise yeah. it's a relatable premise i must say yes yeah <sighs> god damn she's having a good i mean i don't i don't feel like aubrey plaza has ever been out of the public eye right yeah um but i feel like she's really having a good year yeah, she's certainly like, hello. Right. <laughs> Look at me, you know. I love her. We love to see it. Um, yeah, so would recommend on these uh, cold days of ours to just snuggle <laughs> up and watch a little crime. Watch a little credit card fraud, you know. <laughs> right, sure. I love that. Um, how are you doing? I am also cold. Yeah. I can feel my bones. Uh, which is yeah. an unfortunate experience it's never um, ideal yeah but you know what we are past the darkest day mm. and it's only gonna get lighter from here on out and i am holding that yeah it, deep within me with my white clenched knuckles and i'm just yeah. hoping for a little bit more light because god damn it's been hard it's been it's been some dark darkness now um, what I am bringing as my happy thing is, I would say, the exact opposite of your happy mm. thing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, it still has brought me joy, so mm. that's good. It's also a good tight watch. Great. Which I love. Um, and that would be, of course, Bluey. 
Bluey. <laughs> I have heard a lot about this little guy. Uh or gal, who is Bluey? What's their deal? Okay, so I had heard about Bluey and her little shenanigans for a long time. Oh, yeah. um, because I know people that have kids, right? But it yeah. wasn't until the titular Abbott Elementary plug of oh, Bluey. Oh, yes. That I, I was like, you know that. what? Fuck it. I'm just going to start right. watching Bluey. <laughs> I know I gotta, my truth. Right. I need to just see what this is about. And it's on Disney Plus. Okay. And what I didn't realize is the pipeline of Blue's Clues Kid to Bluey Adult. Oh, wow. So the thing that I love so much is I watch Bluey in the mornings when I'm waiting for my ADHD meds to kick in. So it's like a real sure. perfect time. <laughs> Yeah. Bluey episodes are eight minutes long. Perfection. It's just <laughs> so fucking great. <laughs> yeah, that's so, lovely. Here's what I'll say. These are meant for kids, right? It is a kids show, right? Whatever. Yeah. But I'm going to be real with you. This was made for adults. <laughs> like <laughs> This was made for me. <laughs> every episode that I watch, I like cry but in a very, mm-hmm. like, cathartic, good, like, this is so pure way. And it's also sure. funny as fuck for no reason. <laughs> like, this didn't need to be so funny, but it is. Yeah. So Damn. Bluey is, this whole family, they're healers, which are apparently dogs. Who knew? Oh. I don't know about dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so Bluey, she's six. Her sister okay. is four. Her name's Bingo. And then they have the literal best parents in the entire world. Amazing. And their names, Ovs, are mom and dad. It's Fabulous. not their real names. We find out their real names <laughs> later on, right? Yeah, but like, no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but what I love about this show so much is like the parents are just so down to clown all the time. Oh, I love that. And so the kids are like... I just watched a recent episode where uh, Bingo was in a bad mood. And the way that they expressed that throughout the whole episode is Bingo took, like, this, like, Viking helmet. And the way that that happened is, like, when she held that, her dad, like, put it on. And he was this, like, bad mood monster. And, like... (laughs) would control her so like every time she moved she would like knock stuff over and she's like giggling this whole time and they're just like so chill and i don't know this i've never seen this before i don't know how parents are supposed to be so i'm learning so much (laughs) right but it's also so cute because it's australian and so they say stuff like for real life in an australian accent um i love it so much the one of the things that I didn't realize that makes me love it more is the all of the people in the show are credited except for the two kids who play Bluey and Bingo. Oh. They've never said their names because they're apparently the kids from the production crew. Sure. And they've kept their names hidden so that they're like not in the public eye. And they're able to stay, like, yeah. private because they're minors. That's so sick. Yeah, that's awesome. So they still get to do this. And they're, I hope, like, being paid and shit. Um, right. But they, you know, that way people aren't, like, interviewing them because they're, like, babies. <laughs> so. That's so sick. It's so sick. We love All a of it production is so cute. that cares about the children involved. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're babies. And they get to do all this stuff, like. I don't know. It's very pure. um, And I love watching it because it feels like a lot of kids who are this, who are growing up right now, watch this show. And I'm like, damn, they're learning so much about how to like express themselves. But also the parents are learning. And I know we didn't learn this shit. (laughs) So good job for the team that makes Bluey. I love y'all. Don't ever stop making these, please and thank you. Yeah, we'd love to see it. Because um, if you have to, if you stop making them, then I won't have anything to talk about in therapy and I'm going to be pissed. So, 
Don't do that. Yeah. We have just an eensy bit of current events this week. Just a little morsel. A little moose-boosh. Yeah, this is a profile on Janetta Kaiser in Anscape, which I've never heard of before. Yeah. But Janetta Kaiser plays Sonya Cart in Vampire Academy. Hell yeah. And I, when reading this, learned so much about her. Not only that she's from Louisiana, which she's very proud of. And I love so much. But also, yeah. she's disabled. And I didn't know that. Damn. She was diagnosed with scoliosis at age 14. And that is wow. no joke. Yeah, no, that scoliosis is <clears throat> wild. Do you remember Damn. being tested for scoliosis in school? <laughs> yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> it was such a such weird... wracking Yeah. I feel like it was such a weird thing that was always, like, we did, but it was kind of, like, downplayed. And it wasn't until I was older that I found out, like, oh, this is, like, a really big deal that's painful. Yeah. Um, Like, it's actually, will ruin, like, we'll be like this for the rest of your life and have many complications. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and depending on the severity and if you need like preventative things, like this can ruin your life. Like it can, Mm. it can really be painful. So I always thought that was super weird of like, we're going to bring this random person in and they're going to like look at your spine. It's like, okay, (laughs) it's a weird day in PE. Yeah. Anyways, I love this girl. She seems amazing. Um, And being able to learn that she is a fan of the books made me Mm. love her even more. Yeah. I think it's cool, too, like, of the way that she plays Sonya, too, of, like, with that knowledge in her back pocket, too. Of, like, obviously it's a very different character, and it's, like, it's portrayed very differently. Um, But, like... It's cool that she's a fan. It's like, what am I grabbing from, you know, in this? It is knowing, I don't know how, if they do get a season two, again, knock on wood. um, Mm -hmm. I want more Sonya. Please and thank you. Um, Yeah. And I would like to see more. I would like to see more. Um, and also Mikhail, and I think reading the chapters that we had this week solidified that more for me as well. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, thank you, Jeanette Kaiser, for being amazing. You are we love lovely. You. Yeah, we stand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are great. When we were here last... Here's what I remember. Um, Dimitri was being an asshole. And. Sending threatening letters. Sending nasty little letters. Like, hey, babe, you up? (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Um, Rose was a boss ass bitch at her trial. Also, she's like for real dating Adrian now. Yeah. And the trial was. Uh, they had to make a whole new trial because right. it was better than everyone. The teacher made up a new test for her, like, yeah. within a second. Um, her parents are there. They're being weird to her and also weird together. Yeah. Um, she graduated. And I think that's it. Oh, also, she got the Superman (laughs) tattoo on the back of her neck. Right, yes. And is still in the back of her mind thinking of ways to break into this. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. That's Um, what she she got the deets from her dad being like, we're going to break in. There may or may not be one in Alaska. So do with that what you will. Yes. Okay. Tell me about chapter three. Chapter three, we are starting with big, like, end of the year, summer break energy. Like, Open your yearbooks. Are, write right, hags. It, write hags. Yeah, go, like, 
you know, do all the things you do, wait until the clock strikes exactly three and then do a little dance break. Um, Cause it's summer, baby. Um, and, and weirdly like the end of summer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like um, it's like September and everyone is leaving. Right. Like that's where their break is. It's like, okay, I guess with like the sun and stuff. That's true. You know, I guess that makes better, sense. I guess like in vampire logic. Um, but as far as the school year is considered, this is the end. Um, right. And we get, like, everyone's, like, leaving. They're all going to, like, little, you know, summer houses or whatever. The Maroi have their little graduation ceremony, too. Um, things are getting emptier and emptier. Um, we have this, like, moment with Rose and Jill. Which you I know, know Jill. We love Jill. <laughs> um, I'm just like, yeah hey we're here you know we're doing this kind of vibe um uh saying goodbye all those kind of things like just doing the the classic like see you next year situations jill who Um, we okay listen i will say like the last part of the last book she did play a little bit of a role but then her mom who comes out of nowhere right we don't know anything about her mom no other than apparently rose is like Okay, let me talk about her hair for a while. Let me talk right, about her yeah, eyes she's got a cool and her name, lashes. Emily Mastrano. <laughs> yeah. Rose, when she doesn't know anything about someone, just loves to go into detail on exactly their physical appearance. Let me tell you exactly <laughs> what her lips look like, Rose. <laughs> yeah, hey, bestie. <laughs> um, yeah, and they're just, you know, having this little conversation, being like, you better, you know, make sure she's okay. Like, I know, like, I mean, or like, you guys are all leaving, but like, she's gonna be the next one of us kind of vibe. Um, and, you know, it's a whole thing. And they're I, really trying to make Jill a lot more of something than she's not. It's giving like, you know, the end of, you know, like a high school musical or whatever. Where it's like, everyone's going to college. And now we have to have these like, these guys, these are the main people now. It's like, nobody cares. They want to see everyone else <laughs> in right. what they're doing after school. We don't want, Jill's fine, but like, she's nothing, you know, yeah. at this moment. The way that this is written is like, Ferrero is going to have a spinoff with Jill. And it's like, bless your heart, Jill. I don't care about you. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. I mean, to be honest, like Emily being a ballet being in the ballet company in Detroit, a little bit interesting, but not enough for a spinoff. I don't care. It's like, that's a cool little backstory, but that's not really anything. No. I want to know about Rose doing Ocean's 8 crime. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) So where Rose is going for this little break, um, along with our our troop of of friends here, um, is back to the royal court. The beautiful land of Pennsylvania. the rolling hills <laughs> Pennsylvania as is described um to you know do the break thing and like hang out and obviously Adrian's there and seeing you know his family's there and we got all the all the hits here I have there. a question for you about this yes the last time that Rose flew to the court she had a lot of issues with spirit Airlines, right, like those visions and stuff. And also yeah. Right, spirit. <laughs> and also spirit TM. Yeah, they only had the nice uh, first class jets for the Maroi. All the peers had to go in spirit and they all <laughs> oh, didn't no. do so great. <laughs> um, do you think, to be fair, right, she also has flown, like she flew back from uh, Russia to the U.S. We right. don't know how those went. But do you yeah. think the reason why she didn't have issues on this flight is because the charm ring that Lissa gave her? I would have to assume, right? Because, like, Because she was also wearing the, the charm necklace. ring that Oksana gave her on the other right. flight. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. Because, mm, like, when she had that fight with dimitri at the bridge like when she like took it off that was when she saw like the ghosts and stuff again and like really focused on it and i think these are i think both of them maybe like at once or like you know the the um the eye necklace too from her mom i think probably maybe something um do you think that ferrero roche is scared of flying and that's why she thinks ghosts only live in the sky (laughs) yeah Right, they like you can. They can only touch you in the sky. Um, <laughs> that's why I don't go there. Right. 
It's it's air law. I don't know how that goes. Right. I, I don't know what the jurisdiction is there, you know? I just thought it was wild that, like, that was such a big deal in the last mm-hmm. book. And then it just yeah. wasn't mentioned here at all. Right. <laughs> but Yeah, especially on the, the flight from uh, Russia, too, because that was, like, 40 hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, I also that know that she was, like, her HP was like one yeah at that point yeah. so she probably was just like asleep <laughs> yeah yeah for sure anyway um i thought it was wild that adrian was mm. back to his bullshit and was like hey rose immediately um did you bring a tight sexy skimpy dress she's like right. what the fuck is your problem he's like, like you're gonna go meet my just landed <laughs> The, this move that he pulls is wild. This is um, cause fucked obviously, up. It's, yeah. Because, like, obviously, they've been together for a little bit, you know, at this moment. And have had, you know, relations before then of, you know, very intense things going right. on. Um, and he pulls the card of, like, well, we're at the court and my family, like, lives here. <laughs> and also my aunt is the queen. Um, so what if we just, like... I think it's natural. I met your parents the other day. What if we just do it with me and we just have like a dinner and it'll be really nice. And Rose is like, what (laughs) (laughs) the fuck are you talking about? I Um, know Adrian's Adrian. This is some bullshit that he would absolutely pull. But what about Rose? Does he think gives off? I like surprises energy. Yeah. What about her? does like says anything other than i need to know plans all the time sir yeah literally um, yeah especially he's like i already set it up it's tonight we're going and she's like i hate you <laughs> why would you do this to me like you know your great aunt aka the queen hates my guts sir right why would you think this is a good idea <sighs> yeah anyway i am obsessed so <laughs> rose was like okay i'm not we're not done with this conversation but listen i have stuff to do so i'll right. deal with you later we're on some vigilante shit right now so. <laughs> <laughs> and remember that like the time is opposite for these folks so it's supposed to be like dead of night or whatever but it's like two in the afternoon right right yeah <laughs> i think it's like 9 a.m or something yeah, at this moment, yeah. Right. Later. Um, yeah. So <laughs> they go and um, they go and see Mia, of course. Our girl. Our girl, who we love it's so, at this point. Yeah, it's nice seeing Mia, like reading Mia now that we've seen Vampire Academy Mia because yes. she's so perfect, you know, in that. Um, and now I'm like, I have a much more like fondness. Like outside of any other character, I'm like, yeah, show me is very good. And like it makes my experience reading this Mia like also very good. I <laughs> completely agree. The- I when she, we thought she was a throwaway character. I do. How foolish. <laughs> How foolish. And when I, I didn't like her at first, she's had a real yeah. turnaround. Yeah. A real the thing that's wild though. Is in the book, she's not related to Victor. I know. I completely forgot about that, too. And I was like, oh, wow, that's so different. I was like, naturally, they're going to Mia because she knows how to to do it. And it's like, no, shees not. Because in the book, (laughs) she would want to, like, break her dad out of prison. Right. But book Mia, her dad works at the place that they're going to break out of. Right. So she's like, oh, yeah, I've got connections. It's so interesting. I think that ultimately is something from the show that I really like that they did. Mm-hmm. It makes her a lot yeah. more valuable. Because I think they like kind of put together the storyline from book one of Victor turning his daughter into a Strigoi and like not giving a fuck, you know, or right. like not or like letting her turn into a Strigoi and not giving a fuck um, with Mia's whole thing, which like makes so much more sense for one character. You know, it's like right. really smart. Good choice. Anyway. So <laughs> they at, pull up on Mia. And she's, she's got a cute little apartment. <laughs> yes. She's eating effectively Otter Pops. Yes. Because <laughs> apparently, you know, it's like August in Pennsylvania. I would imagine that's yeah. warm. I don't know. I've never been there. 
But sure, yeah. I believe that. Immediately, I love that Mia's like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, it's like, what is this? I know we're not friends, really. So, like, yeah, she gives them just otter pops me. and is like, so you actually graduated, Rose? I didn't expect that they'd let you back in. Like, I'm honestly surprised you're alive. <laughs> I love this. I love her so yeah. much. She's so good. Uh, and of course, Rose is just like, we're just happy to see you. And Mia's like, that's bullshit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and Liz is like, calling I know her shit, bluff. Rose. Like, knows that this is um, fake. Right. I love them so much yeah and rose is like listen okay i need to get inside the security office there's you know documents i need that are right. important um and she's like can you help can you get us in there you know you got like connections um we need these like records and uh mia's like well most of them are gonna be like on computers like stuff like like security <laughs> stuff as far as like you know a prison or like you know outside security um we have automated we are not <laughs> in the you know we're we're in old, we're in a newer stage it's 2007 so, rose get it together i know like the uh, the academy is pretty antiquated and looks like it's in a castle but it is also you know 2009 or whatever <laughs> so we do have computers <laughs> and she's like fuck that's i'm not very good at that i don't know if we'll be able to do that um but me is like well if it's you know there's older stuff they could still have documents somewhere in a filing cabinet you know locked away um it could be worth a shot i love this plan (laughs) of rose recognizing okay well i can't hack stuff Mm mm-hmm but I'm not a woman in STEM. <laughs> I do know that Lissa can compel people. So, yeah. what if we just get in there mm-hmm. and we hope that there's paper copies? Right. If we just put all of our heads together. <laughs> right. And hope for the best. Yeah. Because surely there would be something of that scale in a physical copy. And he is like, okay, well, I mean, if you think so, then yeah. I'll see ya. I'll see you then. We right. can try. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed, everyone. We'll see you in, you know, 92 hours, like, right. or, or 100 or whatever. Um, we get this tiny little Christian cameo um, of him just walking in and obviously seeing that Liz is there and being like, oh, I can come back. <laughs> And it's like Christian. God. And then of course it's like, yeah, we have stuff to do. Uh don't want to interrupt. Uh bye. <laughs> it's so Lissa logically has to know that mm-hmm. Christian and Mia are not a thing. Right. There's no way. The only yeah. thing that they would be doing is fighting. Right. Which is what they have been doing. <laughs> and Rose tells like, her, girl, they're just, they're just fighting. It's okay. They're just gonna punch and kick. It's their fight club. Don't worry. Yeah. But Lissa, of course, is like, excuse me, have you seen Christian? Have you seen what he looks mm-hmm. like? He's really He's good looking. Cute. <laughs> so who wouldn't want that not me though definitely not not me though no fuck care. him i don't He's, care no i don't care <laughs> and of course rose is like thinking about what tasha said yesterday of right. like of like can fix you this. just <laughs> get these two back together please and i to be honest i agree with tasha but it's not rose's responsibility to do this it's just one of them like they just need to be mature and actually communicate their feelings yeah (sighs) so this dinner 
is so awkward. (laughs) It's so, this seems like a setup. This seems like a categorical, it's like a, a dinner party you would imagine in a bad movie of like, oh, everyone's having a bad time. And this is fully like a punishment for someone, you know? This is what you would do to someone that you don't love. Yeah. And yet Adrian is like, well, it's not going to be that bad. Don't worry. Right. And especially him being like, oh, I actually wanted, I hope was hoping you'd wear a sexier dress so you could really scandalize my family. This fucking like, dude. This girl's already freaking the fuck out and has just been thrown this at her like two hours beforehand. Can we just relax, please? God. To be fair, the dress that she's wearing does sound really pretty. It does sound gorgeous. Yes. Um, his mom seems fine. Daniela, yes. <laughs> his dad, Rose has already mm. met. Which I didn't remember. Yeah, I think it was more like she was like, oh, I saw him at some gathering or party. Like, he was at an important thing that I saw him at. But, like, never really spoke to him or knew him very much. The... (sighs) He is so dismissive of her from the jump. Yeah. Just, like, completely talking down. Making her feel very weird. Um, and, like, what are you going to do with yourself? You know, you're not going to, like, s- keep slumming with these high school students. Or, well, that was to Adrian. But, like, he's doing this to... There's obviously some daddy issues here. Very oh, presently. yeah. Um, very clear. Um, it seems like Adrian is... Because, uh, we know, he's not, like... He's not really doing a lot with his life currently. And that's fine. He's just... He has... He doesn't need to. He's, like... <laughs> he has a very well-off family. And he's just figuring it out and hanging out you know and that's that's a vibe if you can do that um but there's this very stigma stuff of being like you're just draining all of our money like you're worthless you're not even doing anything with your life and you're like hanging out with high schoolers like what the fuck like you were in college at one point um and now you're just like professionally hanging out um so there's a lot of uh tensity there's a lot of tension there's here. something Rose says, too, that really sucks, where when referring to Adrian's dad, she says he wasn't rude exactly so much as he was just disinterested. Mm-hmm. And I would go so far as say he is rude because Adrian and his dad quickly start arguing, as one tends to do. At dinners like this when you have issues with your family and Nathan often throughout this dinner um like Daniela would be like don't say things like that in front of a guest and Nathan's like she doesn't matter it's like Mm -hmm. homie you it's very clear um especially later on in this conversation that Daniela the Daniela knows about Rose and not just like from Adrian, but like her reputation right. is yeah. known. So Nathan obviously knows about Rose and the fact that he still has the gall to be like, she doesn't matter. Fuck this dude. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Adrian at one point too makes a comment where they're like, what are you even going to do or whatever? And uh, he's like, well, uh, you know, when Rose and I get out of here, we're just going to live on her guardian salary. Uh, kind of as a joke, but kind of in a way that freaks uh, Rose the fuck out. <laughs> Specifically because right. he says, after Rose and I get married, the right. kids and I will just live off her guardian paycheck. And Rose and I did the same thing in this moment, which is my heart fell into my stomach. Right. Because <sighs> he was joking. Yes. But, but he still, also it's like wasn't. Too, yeah. Too close <sighs> and too much. <laughs> Thankfully, right at this moment, the worst thing happens, which is Tatiana shows up. Of course. <laughs> As if this couldn't get any worse. Uh, Tatiana comes in. And she's not even, like, staying for dinner. She's just oh, like, no. oh, I just thought I would pass by. <laughs> See you. Um, I just wanted to make this busy worse for everyone. Do. 
Right. What if I just like made the vibes worse? Um, <laughs> just on my way out, you know, real quick pivot. Um, Surprisingly, though, she's not necessarily being an ass to Adrian. No. Or to Rose. She's being right. an ass to Nathan, who deserves it. So, which is yeah, kind of fire. It was <laughs> is a very nice turn of events here. Right. <laughs> being like, I do like your this useless, uh, we hate you. rich on rich crime. Yes, <laughs> literally. It's, yeah, class four. Right. <laughs> class four. <laughs> I loved it so much because she was like. There was a point where Tatiana effectively is like, shut the fuck up, Nathan. Like, yeah, it's like if I, I could slap you right now if I, if I wanted <laughs> literally. Because <to. laughs> um, Tatiana and Adrian effectively during the like second that she pops in are just talking about Adrian quitting smoking. Yeah. And that was it. Really. Um, yeah. It was. It felt more like a. Just her coming in to, like, stir up drama and then leave, which mm-hmm. I respect, honestly. Yeah, it's honestly a powerful role to play in a dinner party. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the showrunners read this moment and were like, this is what we're going to take and run with Yeah, for Tatiana. Yeah. Oh, and I like yeah, that. That's very good. Mm-hmm. At, at what point at the end of this, um, most everyone kind of leaves Adrian is like looking for a coat or something that he left here. Uh, Dad storms off because he's feeling a certain type of way. Um, and so it's just Rose and uh, Daniela. My least favorite. And, I hate this. Yeah. Right. Um, and Rose in her mind is like, I should just do like casual small talk. We don't really know each other. And also. So what's your big three? <laughs> and then immediately is like, so thank you. Um, also, it's really cool that you guys are cool with like us. Cause I know God. that's kind of a stigma. <laughs> Um, I know it's, like, not really approved upon, but, like, I appreciate it. Um, it seems like you really like me, and Adrian's really cool. And she's like, yeah, we, we vibe with you guys. You're really cool. Uh, even Tatiana is, likes you. And she's like, what? <laughs> she's like, yeah, you know, it's fine. Like, you, you know, we have no ill will or whatever. Good um, job with the and, small talk, Rose. Right. We didn't and, just get into the hard stuff. Right. And then Daniela's like, well, I mean, it's cool because you guys don't anticipate being together forever, right? Like, you don't want to be with Adrian forever, and Adrian certainly doesn't want to be with anyone forever. Um, and Rose is just like, fuck, I mean, you're right, but Jesus. <laughs> like, the fact I that Daniela looked at her straight up and was like, do you plan on being with my son forever? Like, do you plan on marrying him and settling down? Right. Right. And it wasn't in a, it wasn't in a way of like, sign this contract, like sign this prenup. It was more right. in a like, I'm trying to prove my point. Uh, right. And Rose is like, well, no, I mean, no offense to Adrian. I just, <laughs> I just don't plan on settling down at all. Right. It's like, I, I want to be guardian for life. And right. And also probably doesn't want to settle really down, if we're being honest. We're all par- kind of, he's kind of a party guy, you know? Um, and so she's like, yeah, so I don't see the problem. You're both going to like, you're young, you're going to have fun. And right. that's okay. That's honestly like, Fuck. <laughs> a baller perspective. I wish yeah. more families had that of like, I know how my son is. I know who you are. This isn't going to last forever. So like go off right um i did think it was really interesting though at the end of this chapter um that daniela like because you could see that adrian was like coming he found his coat fucking finally um what he was looking for but daniela like leans forward towards rose and she's like i'm fine with you two dating and like having fun or whatever um but don't break his heart too much when the time comes for you to like Go your separate ways. Damn. That's... And that, I feel like, gets at the crux of why I love to show Adrian so much. Is he has that facade of being an asshole. But he ultimately is like a bleeding heart. Oh, yeah. And the fact that his mom knows that, I love a lot. 
Oh, yeah. So, tell me about chapter four. Ocean's Eight, uh, Crimes for Days. It is, we're back in crime time, baby. Holy shit. Um, Amelia Rose is like, probably best not to talk to Adrian about that whole conversation. Yeah, that we let's had, deal with that later. I'm just going to keep that. I'm just going to keep that in my back pocket here. Um, uh, and he's like, oh, so you're going off with Lissa uh, today? And she's like, yeah, yeah, we got uh, girl stuff uh, to do. So uh, don't worry about it. There's nothing criminal we're going to do. This um, chapter has one of my favorite quotes for Roche has ever said. Which is, and by girl stuff, I meant breaking and entering. God, when Ferrero writes, like, she can write a line like that with a swiftness, and they always hit. I just want one in every chapter. They're all so, mm, it's like tasty morsels. I love the, she has such a duality in her where it's like, she can make me cry, and then she can be like real girl boss, and I love that. Yes, God, she's, she's so good. Um, so we get um she's with lissa now oh yeah lissa's fucking with spoons (laughs) yeah she's trying to do like mind melt shit (laughs) i don't know Um, how she got cutlery um maybe she ordered some like (laughs) delivery food to her room yeah she got some doordash or something (laughs) she's fucking with some cutlery yeah um which we love to see (laughs) go off queen um uh, Lisa doesn't realize yet that like if you buy really cheap silverware, you can, those can bend really easily. Uh yeah. so someone doesn't have the heart yet to tell her that. Right. So they they have like a little cute chat, mostly recapping the Adrian stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and they're like, It's time it's time to go. It's time to like meet up with Mia. We're gonna do this prison bust situation. Right. Um and so they're they're doing it. Uh, they go up to this, like, HQ situation. They're all wearing um, all black, which I love. They're wearing all black, even though it's the middle of the day. It's literally 2 p.m. Right. <laughs> it's very cute. Um, and there's, like, this little reception situation. Um, and there's a guardian. It uh, is important to know that Mia explained this plan to Rose and Lissa. Mm-hmm. And Mia... Oh, Rose feels like there's about a 65% chance of this working. Yes, right. That is; those are the odds we are working with right at this moment. With that um, in mind, so yes, they go in, and the um, crime begins. It's crime time. Um, it looks like see phase guy, one Dawn. starts with Lissa. Yes, phase one. Yeah, Lissa's the 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 starter here because um, we have this guy at the reception, Dawn, um, and. Mia's like, hey, our friend Lissa and Don already knows who the fuck they are. You're like, your reputations precede you, <laughs> kind of yeah. vibe. Um, so he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Um, and Lissa goes full compulsion mode of like, hey, give us the keys and the codes to the archives, um, and then also make sure the cameras in there are turned off. Thank right. you. <laughs> um, and he's at first like resisted. It's like, why would I do that? And he's like, oh. Yeah, that sounds great. I will for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, of course. That's so like great. Fuck yeah, we did it. Like, Phase go one. Down these stairs. Complete. Phase one completed. Go down the stairs. Go to this door on the right. Um, and all these things, amazing. Um, Phase two is Rose. Incredible. Rose is in. Rose is ready to go. Um, and sees this like huge cabinets huge filing cabinets um, with a bunch of like very archaic labelings of like AA1 and AA2 and she's like what the fuck (laughs) what am I supposed to do with this it's like Um, in did you ever see Soul yes oh my god yeah with like the like little library (laughs) situation going on there like all those filing cabinets that's what it reminded me of yes and so she finds one with TA on it and it's like okay great Tarasov, that's the prison. Hell yeah. And pulls out a massive, like, folder file of just a bunch of documents and shit. And at one point, she's like, how, what should this, should, would, would be useful? Should I just, like, take a few blueprints or whatever? And she's like, fuck it, I'm gonna take them all. <laughs> like, these will all be useful at some point. I'm just gonna pocket this shit. And yeah, then- I feel like if they, if someone ends up investigating this, 
And they notice that one document from the Tarasov prison folder is gone. They're going to know there's a breach in security. So you might as well just, like, take the whole folder at that point. Yeah. So she's, like, got this huge-ass manila folder and is like, all right, let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, but as she's going to leave, she hears a little... Little, little something will right. click and the door opens and uh-oh it's mikhail Ba-ba-ba. now if i remember correctly mikhail has not appeared yet in the books in the books no there's always been like legends like we i think he's been referred to and talked about which we'll get to um but we have not seen him in person yeah i believe okay that's what i thought um, and so he's like, whoa, what are you doing here? <laughs> and she's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Literally Spider-Man two Spider-Man. Spider-Mans, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, sorry. Uh, I was getting something for the person on archive duty running an errand. You know, they needed something. And he's like, it's that's fucking bluff. weird because I'm the one on archive duty. And I we have not spoken about this. So <sighs> what's your fucking angle? And she's like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) What do I do? And then realizes, oh, you're the guy that everyone talks about when they talk about Miss Carp. Right. And he's like, fuck, you got me in my my blind spot here. Like, oh, you got me in my my vulnerability spot. Um, What do you, what does this have to do with anything? What are you doing? (laughs) Right. She's like, well, I mean, that's, what if... I feel you. <laughs> right. <laughs> like right, retweet yeah. on your feelings. Um, we have very similar experiences. And what if what I'm doing right now, for sure, maybe a crime, you know, <laughs> could be not ideal. But what if this could be relevant to that? And what if this could help? That sort of situation. Yes. I. This is wild to me. Mm-hmm. Because, one, what a great entrance for this character i'm obsessed yeah and just immediately going to like the trauma you know of it all right (laughs) like hey we are much more similar than we think and we don't know each other but we have very much in common on very specific thing um and i get you in a way that nobody else gets you and vice versa so hear me out what if i just take this little folder (laughs) right Um, yeah we gotta just help each other out here of like her being like or rose being like hey you never found her but like i i dimitri knows where i am and i'm gonna be able to find him like we are in actual constant conversation like which is unique is not what you experienced um and this is something i can do and also maybe 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 um if this works I could also bring him back and of, of course there's skepticism but they both because they are both such like skeptic people but like have hope still it's like an interesting dynamic of like we know the laws and we know the rules of of life and everything and this shouldn't work um but they still because they want to believe in it so bad are willing to do it you know and it's just like oh these two like very like you know following people of like understanding what's real and what can not be real is like broken when it's something that's really you know close and personal to them usually asking someone in this position where you were caught doing a literal crime asking them what if there was a chance like what if i could save Mm -hmm. sonia would not work but it does in this case Mm -hmm. she really rolled a great charisma role this time yeah yeah she really yeah she really charmed the pants off we didn't even need the compulsion we were doing great yeah um and he's also like that's you need backup like if you're gonna do this and also i want to see if this works right like, i don't you know it's not safe for you to do this on your own or even just like with a few people like i want to be there for that and see if this is actually possible <sighs> this is wild yeah. Um, but suppo- like it actually works 
They got the folder. We don't know if there's anything necessarily helpful in there. Right. But they got it and they get out. Yeah. (sighs) And like me at the end is like, I sure wish I knew what you guys were doing. And Rose is like, no, you don't. (laughs) Don't No, because then you have, you have deniability. Like. Right. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not going to be convoluted in this scheme no you can say you were compulsed like you don't you don't know what you were doing you had no idea you had no idea right god damn uh so next week chapters five and six yes very excited i i am i have no idea where this is going but i'm very interested and I'm excited. Yeah. Things are heating up. Yeah. Um, we have some amazing patrons to thank. Do you want to start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Katie Black. Ooh. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Boo, boo, boo. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch. Mulch. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Ooh. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Ow. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Katya Karp. Pew, pew, pew. Thank you to Hope Castile. Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashburn. Ow. Thank you to Vivian Yuli. Ooh. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Mm. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Ooh. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Pew, pew, pew. Thank you to Danielle Burke. Ooh. Thank you to my mom, your mom, our mom, Kelly Beck. Mom. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh. Thank you to Laura Forty. Thank you to Dan Zeklos. Thank you to Maria Swan. Ow. Thank you to India Peach. Thank you to Emily Ozera. Ow, ow. Thank you to Jaylene Ivishkov. And last but certainly not least, thank you to Ashlyn Vogel. Pew, pew, pew. I have a fanfiction for you that was written by Rosa M. Belakova. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is titled A Merry Burnt Breakfast. And okay. this doesn't have chapters. So I'm just Great. going for just it. Just rolling with it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um theoretically there we go before the smoke alarm could blare its warning and wink the hunky russian currently sleeping in my bed i had every window in the kitchen open and a fan in hand so i could blow out the smoke once most of it was gone i set the fan down and grabbed the pan from on top of the stove sighing dejectedly i scraped the burnt pancakes into the trash and tried to scrub the pan clean Why the hell had I wanted to make breakfast again? Oh yeah, that's right. Because it was just a few days short of Christmas and I wanted to surprise my Russian boyfriend with Christmas themed pancakes. I should have known it was hopeless. I mean, really, I did not even cook. Dimitri was the reason we had food in this house. Without him, I would surely starve. Even with all the odds stacked high against me, I still wanted to make him breakfast. This was the third time I'd burnt the damn pancakes. Maybe I really should just give up. End scene. (sighs) In her defense, pancakes, I feel like, are one of the hardest things to get right. The temperature is really finicky. Yeah, it is hard. It's tough. It's really, you gotta be precious with it. French toast... Got it. Waffles? Got it. Pancakes? Yeah. 
Yeah. Whole other ball game. Whole other ball game. Well, Rose, good luck, folks. Good luck. You've got so many good media suggestions. Yeah. Enjoy yourselves. Um, and as we say here in the Pacific Northwest, get bit and get whipped. Ooh, ooh. Into the Twilight is an earbud media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.